On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one happy or dynamic duo of the nerds. I am the nerd and you are. Nerd up. And today is Monday, April 17th. How are you? Wonderful. We're starting the final half of the month of April, which means this year is going by extremely fast. That weekend went by extremely fast, too. How was yours? Pretty boring. Didn't do anything. He fucking did. He went out the house and he went to your dad's house. Oh, yeah. I went over there for a couple hours, but it didn't really do much. Did you not want to talk about that because then you'd have to admit that that you might have overreacted about your... Uh... I didn't overreact. You kind of did, a little bit. No. I was told they were here for two nights mm-hmm. and they ended up extending their stay. But you were really mad so... because they didn't tell you that they were there. And then you went on the whole tirade and then yesterday you sent me a text from your mother. Yeah. Because they stayed an extra yeah. day. And saying, hey, do you want to come over and see these people? And then you went over and saw it. So tell yeah. us about it. Well, not much happened. I hung out with them for a couple hours and just came home. So. Do you feel happy that you went at least? Yeah, I'm glad I went. Yeah. So who was it again? Your uncle and your aunt? Yeah, my aunt and uncle. I'll probably not see them again. So. Why would you be so grim? Because it's been eight years since I've seen them. Yeah. And really... he's not doing good at all. He can barely walk. It hasn't been eight years, he's... has it? Yes, man. We've been living here eight years. I could have swore you went down there a couple of years ago over to your dad's house to see him, and uh, this was when he he was off his alcohol. He's been, he's been down here. Yeah. I haven't been able to see him. I saw him when we first moved down here. Oh, shit. So, but Maybe yeah, this will, this will be it. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't see them coming down again. Yeah. He's not doing good. His health is extremely poor, so I'm glad I got to see him. But that's it. I didn't. I didn't really do much. I didn't watch it. I just watched Lost and played the video game, and that was it. Anything good in Lost? Boring weekend. No, I'm pissed off. I'm. I'm just. I'm aggravated. I just watched the season three finale, and the person died, and I'm pissed. (sighs) You know, there's so many. Safe to say. Well, it's an old show, so I could probably say. But there's so many characters on this freaking show. There's so many people, and then they keep killing off people I like. It's really aggravating me. It's really fucking aggravating me. But they didn't kill a person I liked on the show. No. And I'm she's sure still there. She's one of the main people. She'll, She'll make it to the fucking end. I'm unless, sure. unless she's going to pull a Rick on everybody. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. This, Rick from Walking uh, Dead. Yeah, I wasn't happy about this death. I kept ho- hoping for a different outcome. And nope, dead. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Yeah. So no one bites the fucking dust. So that mean you're done with the show, or are you gonna keep watching it this time? No, I'll keep. No, I'm gonna keep watching it. Is this why you quit last time? This person died. No, I haven't. I never saw any of the season at all. Oh, I quit watching because that fucking bitch was on it, and she was ruining it for Michelle me. Michelle Rodriguez, right? That's just you, you have an irrational hatred. Well, no, no I'm not I gonna say not like her. I hate she, people the yeah, same way I, you hate her. So yeah, I, I did not like her on the show at all, and I just I I stopped watching it. Like. Mm. I got past that, and I'm glad she's dead because I didn't know she died. <laughs> I'm glad that that one. And I, I was happy mm-hmm. with that death, but a lot of people keep dying on this damn show. Is it possible they bring her back? Like they're just having like 
fucking cookies fall from the sky and shit. Or they could. Fall from the, the, sky? the one dude that I was, all, I was also upset. He died in season one. This one person died in season one. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. But I knew where he he was going off mm. to a better show. So that that's fine. But he comes back once in a while, like in a flashback or or like a like he'll have a moment on an episode or two, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. But this yeah. one, this death sucked. Mm. I don't see that happen for this person. So but the death was. I'm pissed, man. It literally happened less than five minutes ago. I'm freaking. Yeah. I'm I'm pissed. Well, uh, oh, so that's why you came in here in a bad mood. I'm not happy. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> like a mood's dictated by a TV show death. You fucking so, bum. So fucking bad. So yeah. gonna get, we're going to be done with the show. I'm going to go play my damn Disney game, and I'm going to be happy. Oh, how's that going for you, the whole Disney universe world? That's, that's going good. It's keeping yeah. me occupied. I haven't played it in, since November, I think. Did they add the DLC where they changed all the princesses to black princesses? Like, like like all the white ones, the black ones. I'll yet. quit. I, I they haven't done I'll, that yet. No, they have not. And I I will undownload this damn game. Uninstall. I think it. that I think that'll be the next DLC no. update for the Disney Princess game. You're gonna log in and, Ari- and Ariel's gonna be walking around with fucking picking her hair and shit. So just, <laughs> <laughs> no, that has not happened. Her and fucking Ursula are gonna get into a fight. She's gonna take out these long ass earrings and be like, "If someone hand me the motherfucking Vaseline, I'm about to knock this bitch out." And then they're gonna go. They're gonna be fighting. Oh my god! That'll be the next Disney movie. Mm. Let's move on, shall we? So, what the hell have I been doing? I've been doing nothing. I've been watching uh, a couple of things, a couple of movies. Actually, a, a lot of fucking movies. And I've been on the Supernatural show. Still trying oh, to meet this fucking... I'm, listen, I'm still trying to meet this fucking demon. But apparently, he's too much of a scary son of a bitch. And I can't meet him, you know? So, I, I've been I've been waiting to meet this thing. He's this still fighting the same demon? Listen, or is man, it a you, different don't one? you don't understand, all right? I wish I could no, show I you. No, I get it. I get it. But is he fighting the same one every time? You still, you still, you don't understand that demon, man. You just don't understand. I wish I could explain it to you, but you just can't understand it, all right? But no, but seriously, this demon is still fucking there. And uh, the the father is not. He is now sleeping with the fishes. So that demon really was a badass son of a bitch. So maybe it's good he didn't let his boys meet the fucking thing. So Uh, other than that, I watched a really, uh, a, a whole bunch of really good movies, so... One that I watched was this movie with David Spade. I, I know, David fucking Spade. I don't like him. I, me neither. I don't like him. But this movie was called The Wrong Missy. And it was uh, uh, like a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. And he was in it. And it was actually funny and good, which was very surprising. Just your old run-of-the-mill romantic comedy. Nothing special. Nothing. New. It didn't reinvent the fucking genre. I don't think it's possible to. But was it, Jennifer Aniston in it? <laughs> No, I, I don't remember who the girl was. It was a very forgettable movie, but I did write down here my notes that I did like. This is why I write notes, people, because I don't remember shit. Good job. And I don't, I don't remember anything about the movie except for he, he was in it. I laughed a lot. I thought it was funny, and it was a decent romantic comedy. So if you like these romantic comedies that you'll forget five minutes after you saw it, The Wrong Missy was pretty good. That's on Netflix. Uh, remember the Jexy movie I was talking about? Yep. That actor, the main guy, his name was Adam Devine, mm-hmm. has a bunch of shit on Netflix. So I'm like, this guy must be good. He was in the funniest movie I've ever seen. Let's give him another chance. I gave him a second chance with something else. The movie sucked. Mm-hmm. This is the third chance, and it was a movie called Game Over, Man. And it was like Die Hard, but comedy. You know, Die Hard was this fucking badass like action movie. This one tied action and comedy together. It had a couple of like LOL moments. But other than that, it was a really crappy movie. It wasn't funny at all. So this guy was just a one-trick pony with Jexy, and I'm fucking done with him. Because I did try his stand-up <laughs> specialty, uh, special as well. He had a comedy special on Netflix. Yeah. 
one of the worst fucking stand-up comedy specials I have ever seen. I mean, whatever the opposite of laughing is, that's what this... I mean, it made me feel rage. It, I would rather have watched Jerry fucking Seinfeld stand up than this motherfucker. And that's saying something. Because I think Jerry Seinfeld is the most overrated comedian. Him and Robin Williams probably of all time. And this fucking Jack... Whatever the fuck, Adam Devine. Give it up, dude. Just fucking make Jexy part two and three and let him get progressively worse... I don't care. Just just try to stick with what you're good at because this was... It, it was fucking terrible, man. This guy's just not good. So I'm not going to watch anything with him ever in it again. <clears throat> there is another couple of movies I did watch because I, I was really in the mood for an apocalypse, like, end-of-the-world type movie because yeah. that's where we're headed now. I tried watching that Last Man on Earth show and it was okay, but it got really old really quick because how far can you go in a show when you're supposed to be the only person alive? You defeat the purpose when you add more people into it because now you're not the only person alive, and you keep adding more. It just it, it just didn't work for a sitcom. So there were a couple of movies that I watched, and number one of it, or number one of them was called How It Ends, and it's a movie with Forrest Whitaker in there. And for those of you who don't know who Forrest Whitaker is, he's the fucking black actor with the really fucked up eye that you would recognize it if you saw him. I don't think this guy's ever had both eyes open in his entire life. He's he you know who he's Forrest been in Whitaker good is, shit. Yeah. right? Okay, because yeah, the fucked up in eye good thing. Stuff. He's a very good actor. Yeah. One of our finest actors of this generation, for sure. And he was great in this one, too. It's about this guy. He's having his uh, daughter's husband, boyfriend, fiance, whatever, over for dinner at the house. And it's him and his wife. The wife likes the guy. He's really cold towards the guy. And that's how the movie starts. Within, like, ten minutes of the awkward conversation that they were all trying to have at, at, at the dinner, uh, a news report comes on saying that shit's going down. They look out the window, shit starts going down. The end of the world's happening. People are all in the streets going crazy. Anyway, they it, it turns out him and uh, Forrest Whitaker and the guy that he doesn't like are going to get the daughter because she's like across the country. They're driving to go get her as the world is being like locked the fuck down. People are going crazy. Quarantines and shit are going down. This is like a real world scenario that shit's actually going down, not like the fake COVID shit they pulled. So anyway, they get into the fucking car. It's a real thing going down in a movie, but now... Yeah, unlike... I mean, this is more believable than what the fuck they tried. You you know the sniffles. Stay in your house. Get the fuck out of here. But anyway, this is really happening in this movie. The guy's driving cross country with this guy, and it shows like how people would act at the end of the world if this was an actual thing going down. I don't think it went fucking far enough. And this actually started me having a bad day yesterday, because I was thinking about... Because I was high, of course. So I'm sitting there deep diving into how people would really act in a real world scenario if the world was going to pieces. And the first thing I thought was, <clears throat> you know, if you would have asked me this five years ago, I would have said we would have come out of this fine. And that if people wouldn't have been at each other's throats. It wouldn't have been as bad. You would have had riots here and there. But overall, good would have prevailed. Now, asking me that same question, I don't think these movies go far enough with the end of the world. I think people would be worse, quicker. Uh, you see how things act when, like, oh, there's a snowstorm coming. What's the first thing people do? They run and buy up all the food so no one else has it. What's the first thing people do when they tell you that there's a deadly virus and being within six feet of someone? They're making up shit at the top of their head every fucking day on the news about this fake COVID virus. What's the first thing people do? They wish their neighbors died. They fucking scorn everybody. They go into little tribes. They get shots without even fucking questioning it. They fucking shame people. They want you to lose your jobs. They cheer as your family's fucking getting evicted because you won't put on a mask. You know what I mean? The ugliest of people came out over that. Imagine if a real world scenario, if like you looked out your window and you saw like fucking holes opening in the ground, you see like fucking thunder and lightning in the skies and fucking demons and shit. People would be fucking out in the streets massacring each other immediately. Fucking fathers returning against their fucking sons. 
It, it, it would be a nightmare, and it would happen like that. All you got to do is turn off the fucking internet, and you'll see that shit happening. So, uh, it, it's just really pathetic when you see a movie about the end of the world and people doing horrible shit to each other, and you're like, nah, you know, it'd probably be worse. So, it's kind of depressing, but... Just getting back to the movie review, it was a really good movie. It was fucking amazing. Um, one of my favorite apocalypse movie, and it actually was my favorite end of the world apocalypse movie until I saw this next one. Oh God! Called The Road with uh, Viggo Mortensen and Charlize Theron. She was the chick from uh, Hancock. She was a superhero chick. Yeah. And I thought she was great in that. And and, I, and, I, and I'm a fan of hers. I like the stuff she's in. The Viggo Mortensen character in this is just an old man who's with his son in the end of the world. And this is like about as realistic of an end of the world type movie you can get. And this is what I would see people doing. Cannibalism, uh, just scumbags you can't trust anybody. That's more or less what this story was about. Not a lot happened. It was actually a pretty boring movie, but it's supposed to be boring. It's the end of the world. It's not supposed to have laughs. It's not supposed to have action sequences. It's supposed to be more cerebral. Like what would a person go through mentally Especially when you have a, a child with you that's yours, that you love, and you're trying to protect them. And, and you know, resources are scarce. Everything's scarce. It, it was the most realistic take on the end of the world that I've ever seen. And it was a really good movie. Uh, it, it just didn't get the attention that I wanted to give it because I just watched this other one. And I was already in a bad state of mind because I'm thinking how fucked up this world is and how things would have been worse in the real world as it was in the movie. Overall, this movie was freaking phenomenal, though. And uh, if you haven't seen The Road, I would definitely check it out. Um... So, yeah, that was really good movies. I did see one more set of movies. Oh, man, I watched these last night. Fucking, I don't even know how to classify these movies. Maybe like slasher, gore, comedy. I don't even know. Called The Babysitter. It was made in 2017. And it is one of the most off-the-wall but entertaining movies I've ever seen. It's about this kid who's way too old to have a babysitter. He's like a high school fucking geek. And his parents are going away somewhere. And, of course, they get this girl who's a ba- he's babysit for him before. She's, like, you know, she's supposed to be, like, this really hot chick. Comes over. She's fucking wearing, like, little cut-off Daisy Duke shorts and little T-shirt and shit. And she's, like, the coolest fucking person ever. The nicest babysitter. They're doing all sorts of cool stuff. And the parents are, like, dancing and singing. You know, just having fun. And then shit just goes left. And it keeps going left and more left and more left. And it's fucking insane. And there's gore and blood and all sorts of crazy shit. Really funny moments, decent actors. Uh, the chick from Twilight was in it, Bella Thorne, the like fucking pothead who doesn't give a fuck. I love her interviews. She's hilarious when you hear her talking shit about people and and politics and stuff. She's really good. And and they made a part two to it, which wasn't as good because it's like the first one was really good. It was like a sleeper hit. People loved it. And then they make a part two and they try to up the ante so there's less story but more gore. And you're like, okay, you already you know the trauma wore off. But other than that, I um, didn't watch anything else. I mean, I, I think I watched enough, don't you think, so, over the weekend. Don't you think I watched enough shit? Yeah. I watched enough. So, I mean, all pretty much all of them were thumbs up from me, too, which doesn't happen very often. I'd probably say the star was either the Babysitter 1 or, or the, the Road. If I had to say, hey, these are two movies that you got to fucking go out of your way to watch. Watch those two movies. If you haven't seen them yet, watch The Babysitter. They're both on Netflix. And, the, and actually, The Road wasn't on Netflix. It was on one of those free websites. Oh. But it was really fucking good. If, I don't think you'd like it. There wasn't... No. I don't know. Maybe no, it would. There, there wasn't any action. There was very little. You said little. it was boring. It was boring in a good way. It yeah, was, see, I can't. It fit the story boring. Yeah, no. 
I would be bored out of my mind. The end of the world would only be interesting for the first six hours. I don't really care for the end of the world type stuff, though. Like, I I only watched Knock at the Cabin uh, because I was bored out of my mind, and it was a new movie, and I needed something to watch. I'm not into... I don't even know how I started watching The Fucking Walking Dead. Like I Because that's not even a show I would watch. Me. It was because of me. Yeah. Because so, it was something I would have watched, and then I turned that shit off and you kept going. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's just no. not for me. I don't know. For me, the end of the world would only... If, if this happened in real life, I'm just going to give everyone a quick rundown. What I would think would happen if this happened, because it will happen. So we're going to get an emergency broadcast, and no one's going to fucking... You know, pay attention to because they're going to say, "Oh, the Russians are going to be working with China. They're going to be nuking this part of the United States." We got some. No one's going to believe it because you can't believe the mainstream media. You can't believe the news. So people are going to be living their fucking days. Something's going to hit. Something's going to fucking hit, and now all of a sudden, oh shit, we can see it on our TV. They're actually going to tell us the truth for once because you can't ignore it. Oh my god, they fucking hit us! Like all these explosions and chemicals and all these different towns right now, they're covering it up. You can't cover this up. They're going to hit us with something. The way, the way we keep fucking with everybody and pushing this dumb shit that no one seems to agree with, that's what's going to happen. So we're going to get hit. They can't ignore it. They're going to force lockdowns. People are going to be okay with it in the beginning because we just saw a bunch of people get fucking killed with a nuclear bomb until we figure this out. People are going to be okay with it in the beginning. And we're going, all right, well, we just saw mass casualties. Some people are, are going to fight it. Our government's still going to be doing dumb shit. Something's going to happen where we're going to lose internet, and that's when people are going to lose their fucking minds. Because first thing that's going to go is the grocery stores are going to get fucking bought out. Because they're going to say, hey, we got hit here, you got to stay home. People are going to fucking raid the stores and be no food. They're going to cut the internet off. People are going to lose their fucking minds, and that's what's going to happen. Within six hours, they're going to be on the streets fucking fighting each other, and then I'm going to stay in the fucking house waiting for this shit to cool the fuck down. Within two weeks of the first strike, and the people going nuts, that's when you want to start leaving your house. Because everyone's going to be fucking dead. You're going to see transgender fucking wigs all over the streets and shit. Because these little freaks are going to be running around. What about me? 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 That's what's going to fucking happen. That's how You need are. to watch some other shit, man. Well, that's how it is, man. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to come out in two weeks. There's going to be a bunch of fucking wigs and fucking Lee press-on nails on the ground. God. Fucking shit-stained panties fucking these dudes are wearing. You know what I mean? That That's what the fuck's going to be happening. End of the world scenario. I, got, I do have some better news for you. Yeah, Budweiser's American again. Did you see that commercial they put out with the Clydesdales running past all these American monuments and how proud they are to be an American? All of a sudden, they got the super fucking pro-American commercial. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, you know why they did that, right? Fucking $6 billion of fucking company stock they fucking lost in just a couple of nights since this shit happened. Since they put that fucking freaking nature uh, woman face fucking Dylan Mulvaney on the cover of a can. So now they've got this like super pro-American commercial and no one's giving a shit. No one's buying it. This is the quickest backtrack I've ever seen a leftist organization. Are they still in the cans though? I, I, I haven't even... seen them. Well, I think it was just a one-time thing that people just lost their minds over. Like people lost their minds over this shit. Oh, I know that. But I are they in stores? Because I haven't even seen those I cans anywhere. I don't think those Dylan Mulvaney cans are, but I do know that they made those pride cans because I've seen those floating around online where they were like oh, rainbow colored cans. I haven't cans. seen those either. I've seen the rainbow colored can commercial, but those Dylan Mulvaney ones, as far as far as I know, it was just supposed to be a one time thing for for him, because that was his 365 uh, days pretending to be a woman. So they congratulated him. Oh. Notice I'm saying him with a can of his face mm-hmm. mocking a woman. So that whole okay. thing, and then and then they came out there with that American commercial, or whatever. Like, oh, we're so fucking you know unwoke now. Oh, we love him because they're trying to get that audience back that they're starting to lose. And the thing about Budweiser, though, that I found interesting, because there were some like pundits out there that were deep diving into this shit that actually cared about Budweiser and the whole thing, and they were saying that Bud is, is really a conservative-leaning site and that 
the CEOs didn't know about the Dylan Mulvaney thing and some woke bitch that worked for Budweiser approved it and put it through and snuck it past everybody. So now Budweiser's in a, between a rock and a hard place because they can't say, hey, we don't want this or we didn't approve this because then they look like bigots and phobes and all that shit that, you know, that they're inevitably going to be called if they distance themselves from it. But then again, they can't jump on it and say, hey, th- hey this was really us all along because then they're going to keep losing more and more money. Yeah. So what do you do in this case? They should just say, fuck it. To say, you know, we, we make beer. You liked it yesterday, so shut the fuck up and keep drinking this shit. That's what they should say. Yeah, it's just beer. It's it's. Just, I mean, it, it is. We're. I, I don't know what the hell we're gonna keep doing. I understand. At the end of the day, you're the person who has the money and you pay for product. If and, I like something, I'm yeah. not gonna stop buying it because there's something stupid on it. Doesn't like. Yeah. I I don't know. It'd be tough. It'd be like, tough to quit certain things that you actually like. We were talking about the Reese's. Remember before I was like, well, fucking Hershey's makes Reese's. Everyone loves yeah, Reese's. Yeah, and I'm not, I want to stop eating Reese's. I mean... Like, I'm just... I'm, yeah. I'm not going to give up something I like just because the... the I, don't, I don't know. I get it. I mean, trust me, I get the point of it all. Like, hey, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to show them with my dollar if I stop paying for it. That's every consumer's right. That's your right as a consumer to do that. But at the end of the day, it, it is kind of silly when you think about it. Like, I, I think what they should do is make it known... With your voice, not with your dollar, because I mean, you, you can hurt a business, but that's not going to solve the problem. What you got to do is go out there and, and and let it be known. Like, go to your kids' schools and tell them you don't want this, this shit going down to your school. Tell your your local authorities, like, hey, I'm not going to vote for you unless you pass this bill banning this shit. I don't want my kids getting harassed in school. Those are the battles you want to fight. I, I just don't see how how Bud doing a, making a business decision is a real. Th- oh, we don't want to. We don't want the woke stuff in our face. We'll fight it at home. Fight it locally first. I mean, you're you're letting these battles go by, but you're fighting fucking butt by not buying a can of beer. Well, whoop de do. They went from 140 billion to 134 billion. Whoop de yeah. fucking do. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to forget about this in two months, and you're going to keep buying that fucking beer again anyway. You got to fight the shit locally. You, you can't let the. You, you, there's too many battles going on, especially with this transgender shit. That's one major battle. You got people promoting this shit, but you know why they're promoting it? It's because they're all the small battles that are being won across the country. These little freaks are getting allowed to do everything. You got, you got to, you got to, you know, not just fight the big. I'm not going to go cash out. I'm going to drink this beer instead of this beer. That that fucking doesn't. It does nothing. <coughs> Absolutely nothing. You got to fight locally. <coughs> whatever. What else you got? You got anything else you want to talk about here in the opening? No, I didn't do anything, man. You really didn't do shit, did you? I did nothing. Well, I I would like to say. Well, you did go to your dad's house, but we. Talked I did, about, but like nothing happened. Usually, like some, but someone f- fights or argues or something. Like literally, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, which is a good thing. I think he's just, my uncle's just like more mellow now. He can't, yeah. it's, it was a sad sight. I, I don't even want to talk about it. He's just, he's getting old and it just, and to see it was just, that was sad. So, and I, and I think that's just why, like, he's not young anymore, man. So mm-hmm. them all drinking together isn't causing the, the They probably want to. The they probably, probably killing it's, each other in their heads. I mean, I've been there when bodies have been thrown in bonfires. I've been mm-hmm. there when people have knocked each other out. People have been arrested in my family. Like, it's just, it was nice and calm. Nothing happened. That's good. And it was just hanging out, and we took pictures, and it was just chill. So, I mean, I had a good time, but there was literally nothing to report on, which sucks. Do you have a different sucks relationship, Sucks for content, though? but, huh? Do you have a different relationship with people getting old now than when they got old then, when you were a kid? And the thing I'm asking here is, like, when, when I was a kid, and you see someone getting old. Yeah. It's just, oh, they're an old person. They're sick. But now that I'm old and, and, and I see an old, sick person, I'm like, oh, shit, they're old and sick. I'm old. I'm not sick yet. When is it going to hit me? Yeah. You know, like, it, it's different now. 
Did, did you feel any of that or were you, like, were you looking at, oh, it's, it's my uncle. He's just getting older. So like, oh, shit, I'm getting a little up there. No, I wasn't really thinking of me. I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm not He's not going to make it down here again. Yeah. And that, so I was just, my damn phone was out the whole time <laughs> taking pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad I got to see him. So that's good. That's good. I'm happy that you got to see uh, him too, because you know that that was kind of bullshit. And we did. We, we did. Uh, I I I did suck them for thirty bucks this weekend. Oh, you for know, the kids' school. That sentence really didn't come out very. You sucked some. You sucked them for thirty bucks. Yeah, I got thirty bucks out of them for all those damn I pretzels. Used to, I used to pay twenty a long time ago, so I guess inflation is really real. Well, I charged thirty. Oh, well, at least. You go. Okay, so... Get your debit cards ready, boys and girls. <laughs> or a Chipotle bowl. Either one. Well, Chipotle bowl, you probably know. the cheaper way to go. Is exactly. It costs... How much was it for two? Like 40 for two? So, uh, yeah. Shit. All right, we ready to get into the days? Let's go. Okay, April 17th is blah, blah, blah day. Ford Mustang Day and National Cheese Ball Day. April 18th is International Jugglers Day, Pet Owners Independence Day, and Pinata Day. I used to like pinatas. I used to fucking love them when I was a kid. I've I've seen mm-hmm. them. I've seen them be used. I've never been a part of them or anything. They they just look stupid. They look cool, oh, but no. they just seem stupid to me. You hit it and hit it and hit it forever, and and like a little bit comes out at a time, and oh, someone no. gets hurt. Because someone's swinging a stink, mm-hmm. stick blindfolded, and they're whacking yeah. everything. I don't know who thought that was a great idea to give a child a very large, hard stick and swing and it blindly. beats something to death yeah. with it. Like a unicorn. You don't want to beat a unicorn. I, I, I don't know why you'd want to give a kid a stick to swing <laughs> blindly around other kids and adults that are just, yay, clapping their hands, and two are just getting smashed in the yeah. face with a stick. I, I don't know. I never... I never understood it. I, but those Jolly Ranchers are great once you pick them up off the fucking ground out in the grass. You're picking up candy. on it. You're, you're picking up handfuls of Jolly Ranchers and dirt because you're picking them off a fucking... Is it ever backyard. any good candy? Yeah. You is can st- You can put your own candy in a lot of them. You just buy the thing and you stuff your own candy in that bullshit. Hmm. I just don't see how that's a good idea. I mean, I understand the, the whole tradition of pinatas and stuff. I used to like them when I was a kid. And we used to have yeah. them in class. In fucking class, we really? had them for someone's birthday. This one kid used to bring it every fucking year. Bring a really? fucking pinata. Yeah, we, we look forward to that shit. His, his birthday was at the end of September. So it was like right when we first got back to school. So you knew there was two things happening in September. Someone was getting fucking hit in the head <laughs> with the damn ruler. <laughs> and then someone's going to get hit in the head with a ruler when the fucking uh, pinata got pulled out. So there you go. Listen, was that it? All right, we're not doing this every time, was that, man. Th- that was it. That's, that's it. I really I'll, I'll like go, that. You know what? I'll start going back to what no, I used to do. No, no, no. Okay. I really liked it, and I know our favorite sponsor of the show, Belt, uh, they really love your segment. They wanted me to let you know that, and they wanted me to let our listeners know that the coconut brownie strip and cookie dough strip are back, and they're still here for a limited time because... Supplies are limited, man. People are buying these things up right now using our code VOM show to save 15% and get free shipping on the greatest protein bars of all time at built.com. Listen, people, the coconut brownie strip is only 160 calories and 15 grams of protein, just like its brother, the coke, uh, the cookie dough strip bar. Absolutely amazing. You fucking rip, tear, and chew these damn things. They're so good that you can eat them all day long and keep some energy going because built delivers in protein, power, and taste. What happened to the puffs? Well, right now we're talking about the strips, okay? The puffs are amazing, too. The brownie batter puffs, you can go there and just buy as many as you want. And the puffs. Make sure you just send me one, please, because I am desperate right now. I need another brownie batter puff. 
from Built.com, the makers of the greatest protein bars of all time. You ready to get into the birthday boy, girl, itchy, they, them, whatever the fuck's birthday? Because mm. today is, what? what is it? Today's the 17th, man. April 17th. I can't believe 17th. it. 17th. Well, this Florida man, did you ever see the, well, you saw Star Wars. Do you remember when uh, Han, he put himself in that shit, Han Solo, and he, he, he was in like that brown tar and he became like a statue or, or whatever the hell it was? Yeah. Well, this Florida man must have saw too many Star Wars because he encased himself in concrete this time. <laughs> Oh, my God. In Tallahassee, Florida, at the governor's mansion. I mean, concrete. I don't think this guy knew what concrete was. That was was yeah. he drunk? Why would, you, why would you think that's a good idea? That's going to be a bitch to get the fuck off. I don't know. Let's find out, because Tallahassee police spokesman Kevin Bradshaw said the man identified as 28-year-old Jordan Mazurik put PVC pipes horizontally in a two 55-gallon plastic drums filled with concrete with some sort of mechanism that locked arms in his place. Oh, my God. I don't know, but he was first spotted at 6 a.m. outside the fence surrounding the mansion and was eventually freed about 10.30 a.m. So for four and a half hours, this guy was out there hanging outside the mansion fucking pouring concrete on himself. The Tallahassee Democrat, of course he's a Democrat, of course this mentally stable man is a Democrat, reported that one of Masaryk's drums was painted in white letters with the words, Stop the Massacre. The other read, Free Prisoners Now. The man also wore what appeared to be a surgical mask, so at least he was safe from COVID while he was encasing himself in concrete. So he's a sociologist, originally from Fort Worth, Texas, and now lives in Florida, and is a co-creator of a group called Campaign to Fight Toxic Prisons. What a fucking... These, these, listen, man, these fucking leftists are fucking insane, and they're stupid. So, yeah, fuck this, man. So, anyway, the guy the guy was refusing to get out. They had to use heavy equipment to extract them, uh, including jackhammers and other equipment. So, they gave him a traffic ticket for obstructing access um, and just just being a fucking idiot and a leftist. They gave him a, a big-ass ticket. Of course, no jail time, but this motherfucker just proves that Democrats <laughs> are just fucking stupid people, man. Seriously. I understand protesting, but I never understood the ones that, like, light themselves on fire... <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? Like, uh, all right, listen, man. I don't, I don't like abortion. I'm just gonna go stand in front of this Planned Parenthood and light myself on fire because that means I don't. Who is that supposed to? Did he think that moment, ladies and gentlemen? We had world peace the moment that some fucking dipshit from Connecticut lit himself on fire in front of the White House. I, 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 I like, what is that supposed to do? Does that do anything but put you on the front page for half a second until they turn the page and go to something else? What the fuck with this shit? Like, what what do you think was going to happen here? They was going to crack him out? man. I don't... I don't I, people are odd. Remember when Sigourney Weaver was in the dog outfit being a Ghostbusters and they were fucking punching and cracking and they fucking saved her and they lifted her out of the fucking dog and Venkman gave her the kiss? Is, is that what he thinks is going to happen to him when they break him out of that encasement of concrete? Like, Venkman's going to hold him and kiss him afterwards and tell him, great fucking job. Is that why he did this? You're really getting some topics here. I, I don't fucking know. But, just, but, like, why, though? Seriously, why? Can you give me a good reason why? No, I didn't even know people were lighting themselves on fire. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, they do. The self-immolation is what they fucking call Stupid bastards. You want to talk about baseball real quick? No, why? Why? Because you hate baseball. Why? Oh, well, I, I hate baseball. I don't want to just talk about how stupid this guy is. So this player from the Blue Jays, Anthony Bass, he slams United Airlines, and it's sparking a parenting debate online. So I want to get your uh, takes on this, because you are a a parent, right? Yeah. You said you have a couple of kids, right? You have have a couple of kids in this house, right? Yes. 
So airline travel is never easy, especially when flying with young children. However, Toronto Blue Jays player Anthony Bass is sparking debate online after calling out flight attendants who he said made his wife clean up after their kids on a plane. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't you know I have millions in the bank? I have someone for... Why don't you bring your fucking nanny with you, you prick? On Sunday, Bass claimed that a United Airlines employee forced his wife, Sydney Ray Bass, to get on her hands and knees to pick up the mess that her toddler made. You know, I'm, I'm reading this article... Mm-hmm. And I feel badly for people that are trying to learn English as a second language because I'm seeing the word bass and I want to say bass so fucking bad every time I see <laughs> that word. Why the fuck do we do that in English? I don't know. I don't know. Can you imagine the cruelest prank a, a fucking person from America can play on someone from like Mexico that doesn't speak a lick of English is try to explain to them the word two. Mm-hmm. And then just blow their fucking minds because they would lose it. Probably rip their fucking hair out. So anyway, the United Flight Attendant just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and 2-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? He tweeted. Why Why didn't make her and not... Why didn't he just do it? If she's pregnant and he's got such a fucking problem, yep. Come on, why Mr. didn't baseball? he pick up after his kids? Come on, Mr. Why don't you put your little baseball knee pads on and get down there and do it yourself, you fruitcake. She's on her hands and knees because you mm. won't fucking do it, you fucking stupid ass. Well, now he, he was like, honey, you go ahead and pick that up. I'm going to tweet about this and yeah, how mad I am about it. Yeah, what a fucking loser. He is a fucking loser. So the tweet quickly sparked debate online with many people disagreeing with Bass and noting that parents should be held responsible for cleaning up messes that children make in public spaces. So, uh, genuinely curious, who should clean up the mess your two-year-old kid made? As a parent of three kids, I am the one responsible for them. I'm the one cleaning up if they make a mess. So this person said, I have three kids, just flew coats 12 hours, and was able to clean up after them for every mess. It's called parenting. Do you expect park janitors to clean up after your pet? No. Your child, your responsibility. So people just kept this coming. Good. They were getting on this baseball player. So guess what he did? Did he apologize? Of course he (laughs) did. He apologized to millions of people on Twitter that have nothing to do with the situation, but he apologized because why? Your contract is guaranteed, motherfucker. All all you got to do is play good, and, and you make your money. He's one person that should be saying, fuck, can I make my wife clean up, bitch? I make millions. Fuck you. That's what he should have said. It would have made him the asshole, sure. But it would have given him some respect in this story. Like, dude, you fucking... You have you have nothing, and now you apologized. I mean, how big of a... It's also, like, you have to control your children. Yeah. Like, how big of a mess is this? He, The way he worded it sounded like she was on her hands and knees for, like, ever, picking mm. up this horrible, huge mess that mm. his kids made. Like, what what, what did they do? And why the hell didn't he pick it up? Well, popcorn is a bitch to clean up off the floor. It was... A, just, mm-hmm. just scoop it all together. It takes oh. two fucking seconds. We've had babies. We have two kids that are 18 months apart exactly. So they were both like running around making messes. And it's just not, it's no, I'll tell you what. Easy. I kind of wish this was an Am I the Asshole story because I, I have to play devil's advocate. No, he's an asshole. I know, he is an asshole. But there's, but there's a, a different way you have to think about it too. Because as a person who's worked in many retail environments over the years, if a kid makes a mess, morally the parent should pick it up. But I've also seen parents just walk about the store. Well, they'll take their kids and and their scumbags. But is it wrong? Yes, morally. But company policy would dictate 
that we can't like force them to come and clean up after their kid. It's someone in the store's responsibility. Someone would get delegated to clean that mess up. So what we did was if it wasn't out in the sales floor, like let's say if a kid like pissed on the floor in the bathroom or something, we would leave it and just like lock the door or whatever, put a sign up and wait for the cleaning crew to come in at night to clean it. That's so fucked up. But popcorn, I'm, because I'm not cleaning that shit. That's not my fucking job. My job is to do something else. So, that, I mean, that's the way I, I would always do it. And, uh, you know, something like this, you got to think, a flight attendant, I, I, I don't think that's, like, I don't think that's part of their, their duties. But it can be if they left the, like, if they got up and left the popcorn there on the floor, there's nothing that could stop them. Right. And it would be the flight attendant anyway. So it's like, is it really the flight attendant's job to say, no, you and your kid got to clean that up. It's not in their job description to discipline a parent on what they should do for their kid. So, I, I mean, I understand where his anger is, but it also never should have gotten to that point because he should have cleaned it up himself. You know what I mean? So there's a moral issue. Well, and who's to say that you, you, you've got to clean this up? What if she just came over and she's like, do you mind... Clean it up if the, the kids made a mess over here. Do you mind cleaning yeah. that up? Like, what? Well, we don't know. Right she could, she could have asked very nicely, and he just got all fucking offended because everyone's offended over everything now. Yeah. And he went to Twitter and just blew yeah. it the fuck up. I know, I know. Because I can't see someone just be like demanding, like, mm -hmm. no, you, you can't leave this plane until you pick this mess. I, I can't see that happening. We've been on both sides of this before. I, I don't, I, even though I, I honestly, on the top of my head, I can't name one time our kids ever made a mess in public because our kids are well behaved. We've got well behaved no, kids. No, and if they, I mean, we've always picked up after them. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever remember a, a scenario where they didn't have a mess cleaned after them because they're good kids and we take care of them. I mean, we are very polite people when it comes I, to shit I like don't that like, in public. The, man, I just brought mm. Jenna over to my dad's house. She was playing with all her toys and stuff. I picked all that shit up. Like, anything... Yeah. Just, no. I just don't get I, it. I don't ever... These kids, no. No mess is left behind anywhere. All right. I got another one here for fuck you. Fuck this guy, man. No, he, he, no fuck him. <laughs> fuck this guy. No, seriously, so, fuck him. How many people are out there like that? Mm -hmm. He's such a fucking yeah. asshole. So, from one fake sport to another fake sport... Fake sport. So the world of competitive chess had a controversial <laughs> 2022. And another scandal rose last week at a female tournament in Kenya. Is this really a, a sport? Considered a sport now it is. chess? Really? It is, yeah. Mm. So Stanley Amandi participated in a Kenya Open Chess Championship, dressed as a female in a full niqab and made his way through the tournament until he competed against Gloria Jumba and Empira Shakira. Omandi was able to beat both Jumba, a former national champion, and Shakira, a top player from Uganda, which raised suspicions. So this guy basically pretended to be a woman and won the women's chess tournament, basically, is, is the short end of the story. I didn't think chess was a sport where there would be man-to-female dominance. It's a, it's a mental game. It's yeah, a, it's I, all mental. see, when it's a m mental thing, it doesn't really bother me. If yeah, it, it doesn't bother mixed. me. Why can't you have co-ed chess and poker and stuff like that? Unless I men are more intimidating, like, because chess is a very mental game. Like, a man staring a woman in the eyes might make her make a mistake, maybe, in chess. Maybe okay, well, the then argument. we got to get over that. Maybe, maybe that's the argument. So I, the, I don't know. It, uh, well, that would I, I wouldn't agree with that argument. Well, why else would you have a men's and women's division in chess? I have no chess? idea. I have no idea, because there's no physical... No. thing to it at all. It's all Unless they're playing footsie under the fucking table. Yeah, that's weird. I, I had no idea it was separated. But uh, chess Kenya president Bernard Wanjaila uh, told BBC Sport that a person wearing the full-length outfit with her face covered was normal. But an unknown player defeating two of the best chess players in the world was widely unusable, uh, unusual. He says, we didn't have any suspicion at first because wearing a hijab is normal. 
But along the way, we noticed he won against two very strong players and will be unlikely to have a new person who has never played a tournament being the strong. So his English is off here, obviously, so the translation was, was a little weak. And Wanjala added that Omandi was wearing masculine footwear and didn't speak during the tournament. So one of the red flags we also noticed was the shoes. He was wearing more masculine shoes than feminine. We also noticed he was not talking. Even when he came to collect his own tag, he wouldn't speak. Ordinarily, when you're playing, you speak to your opponent because playing a chess game is not war, it's friendship. So people were afraid of calling him out uh, and fear of accusations of profiling, but when they did call him out, he came clean, saying that he did this for financial means. And he was ready to accept full consequences. Is it because they want uh, both a male and a female champion, I guess? But there has to be a reason behind it. There has to be a reason. Yeah, I don't know. I like I, I really had no idea that that. Why is that okay to be separate? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but then, but 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 think about where I'm going here with this. There has to be a reason why you can't have men and women together in chess because there's an advantage to be had by one or the other. So why is it okay for men to yeah. go into women's sports just because they say they're a woman and kick their asses in everything? You know That's what I mean? It's weird. So we're admitting that there's a difference there, but we're not admitting it in certain areas. We. I, I don't. I don't understand this whole thing. I, I don't. I, I don't get. There's so much hypocrisy around this transgender bullshit. That's why it needs to be cut and dry. We. All right. So let's just uh, go to the answer replay board here and see what the replay says. And then you fucking look and it says, okay, men are men, women are women. That's. It's always going to be that way. It will never change. So that's what we always have to look. We're we're having stupid pointless well, arguments all, about this. He was caught. So this is all fucked. Yeah. So do they all go back and start over? You would have to. You would have to think so because he beat all those people, yeah. right, all the way to the to the end. So yeah. he eliminated people he shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I want to know if they're going to redo the whole damn thing. That, that loss that shouldn't have lost to this guy. They should have had a chance to match up, like the two losers match up against each other and continue on. It's it's bullshit. It's it's all bullshit. It's all hmm. smoke and mirrors and games and crap. That's all it is. This whole transgender thing needs to go away. This is the most pointless fucking argument because at the end of the day, you have a clear-cut answer that everyone's ignoring. You're born one of two ways. That there, there is no third way. There is no 53rd way. There's no 108th way of gender transformations. You can't become something different because you want to be. You, you, just, you just can't. Argument is done. We should never have this fucking argument again, but yet they're doing it all day, every day, and it dominates the news feeds. It dominates everything. This transgender shit, when all they got to do is point to real science, point to the science, and then you'll fucking see exactly what to settle this argument. We're wasting hot air on this shit is what we're doing. That's all we're doing is wasting oxygen that they so desperately want to preserve because of, you know, quote-unquote global warming, climate change, a lot of bullshit on some fucking nonsense. That's like the president of all the countries, all the world leaders fighting over who's the best X-Man at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. It's a made-up cartoon shit, just like they're fighting over transgender shit. It's all made up, and it doesn't mean a fucking thing. We need to fight for real shit. That's a great analogy. Come on. you got, you got to give me that. That's like fucking Joe Biden. Hey, man, I like Beast. And fucking Putin saying he likes Juggernaut, of course. I don't fucking know. Who's your favorite? I mean, like, like it's a pointless argument is what I'm saying. It, it's, it's point, it means nothing. That's what we're doing with this transgender thing. There's, it, the, the answer, men... Men, women, women. That's it. End of discussion. Why the fuck does it have to be so hard? God. Well, one man's trip to the grocery store turned out really creepy. While opening a bunch of bananas he bought from the UK grocery store in Tesco, Craig Harrison, who's 35, noticed a giant female spider in the bag, along with her egg sac, that could have contained up to 200 babies. 
<gasps> this is like one of the ugliest spiders I've ever seen in my life. Mm. If we, because Jenna loves freaking produce, if we ever brought home, you think it's mold? a fucking goddamn thing. Mm. I think I would die. I think I would just pass out and it would be over. I don't think I would wake up. I told you how how I grew up poor in my old house, right? Mm-hmm. We had this one area where you could go upstairs. That's where the girls' rooms were. And then we had my play area, which led to my brother's room and, 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 and the living room. When you go into the play area, there was, like, this wall that was, like, broken. And you go in, and, like, it finally collapsed, and there was just an open area where you can see the stairs that led to the upstairs area. And it was, like, a walk-in area where I just put, like, my toy chest and shit one of the stairs like fell and broke and underneath the stair like it was it was hollow and one of the bottom parts fell off but you could still like walk through and whatnot like you can like you can climb through the fucking crawl space area and be upstairs that's how fucking ghetto this house was it was like a secret compartment and anyway I remember one day when it finally fell and another piece fell I looked underneath and there was a bunch of like little balls that's nice like little fuzz balls and I'm like what the hell are these things and they were like little spider webs and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And my fucking mom went in there when I told her about it, dude. Fucking freaked the fuck out. They were little spider eggs. Must have been thousands of them. Mm. They had to get a fucking guy to come in and just fucking spray the shit out of it. It was that bad. Yeah. Okay, well. Mm, I grew up in the greenhouse. I'm going to have fucking man. nightmares. <laughs> I, I, fuck, I used to play next to them motherfuckers, man. Well, the spider wasn't just huge. It was also venomous, too. Known as the Huntsman Spider. Fuck that, dude. These spiders are massive. Mm -hmm. It's the largest arachnid in the world and can be pretty painful, though not deadly, if it bites you due to its venom. Fuck that. This particular kind of spider can grow uh, grow to have up to one foot long leg span. Wow. Can you imagine? Those huntsmen's are bad fuck. There's some bad son of a bitches, man. I'd like to introduce you to one, but I can't. A foot long leg span. Bad son of a bitch. He explained that when he grabbed the bag of bananas in the store, he was clueless that there was a spider with eggs nestled inside. Harrison said that he only noticed the creepy crawler after he saw the bag move and the huntsman escaping from it. Oh, no. oh my fucking oh, God. Dude, you haven't heard me scream until something like that happens. I would love for you to go visit my old house that burned down. Oh, hell no. This would be horrible. When he realized the horror that he was seeing. Oh. Harrison scooped up the creature, scooped it up, and sealed it in a Tupperware container, sending it off to the supermarket's pest control service. Upon receiving the spider, the supermarket confirmed that the bag of bananas had come with the Dominican uh, from the Dominican Republic, more than 4,000 miles away from Windsor. Oh, my God. There was no word on the fate of the spider or its unborn offspring. I hope someone fucking took a blowtorch to the fucking mm-hmm. thing. Now, Harrison is urging others to make sure they double-check what's in their prepackaged produce. He revealed that Tesco has offered him $125 in return for the hair-raising ordeal, but he doesn't. He hasn't decided if he's going to accept it. Take the fucking money, dude. Take, take the it. fucking money. $125. Bucks. Man. <sighs> the thing is, like, my both my parents, when I, when I was super young, like, real 
like elementary, they both worked in a supermarket. Yeah. And my dad would tell me all the time about the crap that would come in with the fucking produce boxes. Oh, like bugs and whatnot. All this, he he has seen some nasty shit, and oh, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Oh yeah, I saw some stuff too, like nothing crazy. But when I worked mm. at the supermarket too, uh, that and seafood, obviously, because the smell would attract weird shit too. See, I always st- I was either a cashier or in the bakery. I was never. <laughs> well, bakery, you saw stuff. Did you see a mouse? Yeah, well, we would get stuff like that, but yeah. like getting like exotic fruits and shit, and like I can't even imagine what the fuck. Those people have seen. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, hell no. I couldn't. Mm. Mm. No, I, I couldn't. No, this that. dude saw it escape the bag and crawl across his counter. <laughs> I mean, that thing was just <laughs> as fucking scared to see him. Like, oh, shit, I'm here now? Okay. And just gets out and wanders some strange new place. I would rather see a snake than that. Than a spider? Then No, fuck that. Than a freaking huntsman spider on my counter. I would I would rather have the spider than a snake. I'm, I'm, I, spiders never scared me probably because I, I had <sighs> billions of them in my fucking house. Well, there's a difference between a small one yeah. and something that's as big as your fucking hand. I've seen them. I've no. seen them big. We had a... That house that I lived in, man, was like fucking hell house. It was a scary fucking place. Did I tell you about my sister? My, my sister's bedroom had, like, fucking mice in that bitch, like, living in the fucking wall. It was a terrible place to live, man. I have nightmares about that house once in a while. I fuck, for some reason, I had dreams about, like, me being a grown-ass adult living in that fucking house and, and being like, what the fuck did I do wrong in my life, man, to end up in this bitch? So, fucking A, man. Oh, you want to hear about a fucking terrible misunderstanding that ended peacefully in this Detroit neighborhood? In Detroit, it ended peacefully. A, a peaceful separation of person and life actually happened in Detroit <laughs> over pizza. So, listen, man. People are on a fucking hair trigger now when it comes to just shit they'll tolerate. It's like, fuck around and find out. It's just, every, it's just saying hi to somebody. I mean, if I go to the mailbox and my neighbor says hi to me, I get fucking pissed off. This person just took it to a whole other level over petty shit because a wrong pizza delivery in Detroit, resulted in a massive shootout that has 10 people in police custody. When you hear this, this is the only article I've ever read before a story. I, th- I think this is the only one I've ever read because I'm like, wait, I'm wrong? Wait, I, ha- I have to see why. This is the only one I've ever read beforehand, and I still can't believe it. So Fox 2 reports the incident took place on Thursday night when a pizza was delivered to the incorrect house. The residents of the home that received the order ate the pizza leading to a confrontation that, that ended with gunfire. So, Did they pay for the pizza? Or of was it course prepaid? it was prepaid. Oh, prepaid. Because if, listen, if a fucking pizza shows up at this house, <laughs> of course you're going to have that question, do I pretend to play dumb <laughs> and assume <laughs> it could be paid for, or is this guy going to ask for money and now I look like an idiot that has to pay for pizza I didn't order or want? Right. This was prepaid, so the person paying for this pizza that has the gun paid with a credit card, which means they have a credit card. Yeah. Which means you would think that they got some sort of shit together because you just don't have money on a card. You would be paying with cash if you're a felon, right? You, you never have a card. Or it could be one of those prepaid debit cards. Cash app, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah cash it, app. It, could, it could be one of those type of things. But even still, you're being responsible with your money. You're putting it somewhere else. So you, like, you, you would think that you would have to have some sort of a brain in your head to have a debit card to prepay for your food. This was an honest purchase. They wanted pizza. Badly, apparently. Well, it was probably really good pizza. Yeah, I, I don't get it, man. But anyway, a 14-year-old is dead uh, because of this whole thing. There were more than 30 rounds fired during the altercation, which left five people, including two 14-year-old boys, wounded. 
Of the two teenage victims, one was shot in the face while the other suffered a wound to the abdomen. What the fuck? In addition, a 31-year-old man was shot in the face, neck, and leg, while a 32-year-old man suffered a leg wound and an 18-year-old was shot in the hand. All victims are currently in stable condition at local area hospitals. Um, ten people were taken into custody, including several teens at the scene. Police say one of the victims was, who was shot may have been a, a shooter in the whole thing. So, I don't know, man. This is fucking stupid. Over pizza delivered to the wrong address. I mean, really, you could just call the restaurant and be like, look, the pizza wasn't delivered. Hey, where's my, where's pizza? my pizza? Oh, it got delivered. And then it would just be straightened out. Yeah. Okay, well, you delivered you it to the wrong the address. Lives, dude. And then just it would be remade and sent back. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the driver would be sent back to that fucking house that got shot up. No, this is no, this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I just understand. Like, hey, the pizza got delivered to the wrong place, so let's just like mistakes happen. Let's make a life-altering decision now that can potentially kill us or land us in prison for the rest of our lives. One of which is 100 percent going to happen. Mm-hmm. The the other one's 50. percent I mean, something bad's going to happen here. Yeah, I I just don't understand. God. People just don't have that rationale anymore. They just don't have it. They, I don't. They, I, I just don't remember shit like this ever being reported in the past. Back in the eighties, this wasn't happening. In the nineties, this wasn't happening like this. Sure, you had senseless violence. You're always going to have it. You always will have it. But it just seems like there's every day multiple of these incidences. Like people just have no fucking regard for anyone else's life. No consequences. Yeah, but that's also Detroit. I, I guess. But like, <laughs> why? But but Detroit, but ask yourself man. this. You're, you're talking about a place as if it has a personality. Detroit is just a place with a name. You can name South Carolina Detroit and Detroit, South Carolina, and nothing will change. Detroit will just be a nice place with a shitty beach that people go to in the summers. Seriously, a place is a place. We're, we're, we have to ask, why is that place so bad? Why is Detroit known for crime? Why is Chicago known for crime and murders? Why is New York for crime and murders? What is the common denominator here? When that question starts being asked on a large scale, you're going to see a major shift in this country. Ideologies will change and there will be some major fucking problems. My answer to that question, what's the main thing that you see? Democrat leadership is what I'm saying. But what will the Democrats say? Because they never accept blame. They always shift it somewhere else. And the left always eats themselves. So follow me here, people. They're going to turn against minorities. The same people that they're saying they're going to protect and they love the minority so much. It's going to happen and the finger will get pointed at them, the Democrats, and they'll easily shift blame and fucking, you know, point it back at everyone else. So we got to be careful here. They've done this before and they're doing it now. They're doing it with transgender people. They turn gays against transgenders. How the fuck did that ever happen? This is what they do, man. And then they turn. So shit's going to get really ugly really quick here. So let's talk about their favorite protected class of the moment, the transgenders. CVS has this new guide for employees, uh, a new gender transition guide, where employees must use preferred pronouns and can use a bathroom reflecting their gender identity. So sexual harassment in the workplace, that video has to get altered for the first time in 30, 40 fucking years. Remember how you start a new job and they sit in front of an old VHS tape? Mm -hmm. You know, tell that girl she looks great today at work because that's sexual harassment. That that old video, nowadays, you can fucking just throw it out because nowadays it's do whatever the fuck you want, apparently. So anyway, CBS Health's gender transition guidelines for employees uh, requires workers to address people by their preferred pronouns and names and that they may use whichever restroom or locker room they wish regardless of whether the individual identifies as transgender. And the guidelines obtained exclusively by... 
I, I, I don't know, man. This is not good. The customer comes in and they just walk into the girl's bathroom and they're a dude, obviously, and they just fucking do it. You can't stop them anymore. So if there's like a 13-year-old girl waiting to use the bathroom, some dude walks out or tries to get in with her, you, you can't stop that anymore according to CBS's guidelines. You can't prevent that. If the little girl's in the bathroom, a grown-ass man can walk in there and CBS can't do shit. And you're putting these employees that are often young kids or older people that are just trying to supplement income in a very bad position of being officers of the law that they're trying to enforce here. So now when the transgender gets yelled at by some mom trying to protect her kid, they're going to run to the cashier. And now they got to play the arbiter of the fucking law that they probably don't even give a shit about. It's not fair. Same thing when they were putting these fucking cashiers, 15, 16-year-old kids, against grown-ass people to put their mask on or leave the store. You're putting these people in a bad spot here with this fucking farce, fanciful bullshit they're fucking making up here. But in the guidelines... Obtained exclusively by Fox Business, employees are told they may be entitled to a medical leave of absence under the Family and Medical Leave Act, state law, and or CVS health policy. Transitioning employees are asked to tell their immediate leaders about their transition so the company can provide support and to make your transition as smoothly as possible from rational human being to insane fucking mental patient. You may also wish to have appropriate medical care to support your transition, including treatments such as hormone replacement therapy and our gender confirmation surgery. So CBS is basically kowtowing to the fucking bullshit. This article is long as hell. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But that's basically what they're doing is they're bowing to the altar of wokeness and lies and fiction. And that's what is going on here. If you work for CBS, I mean, if, if that's your only skill in life is to fucking do whatever the hell you do there, then obviously stick with the job. But if, if you can afford to get the fuck out of this company, get the fuck out. Quit and get something better. There's a lot of shit hiring out there. Don't settle for this bullshit-ass job paying you nothing to fucking play an officer of some fucking made-up law. It's just, it's not right. This is bullshit. It's, you're going to a place where they give you medicine, where, where you go to talk to a medical professional about whatever the hell may ail you if you go to the mini clinic that they have there, and they're enforcing this shit. So who do you trust? I mean, if you can't trust people... That are fucking in charge of your health with a very simple fucking task. I don't know who you can't trust. This is bullshit, man. I don't know. But how do you feel about this whole CBS uh, making their employees? Whatever. Just fall in line with this crap. I mean, there are options. It's the company's right to do whatever they want. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's fucking every, stupid. It's the same in any building. Why are I they mean, all so quick, though? Who knows, man? But you don't have to work there. You don't like it. You don't have to work there. I don't have to. I don't like it. I would never work there now. But they're all. But all these companies so are. All these whatever. companies are doing it. They're all doing it. They're forcing this shit. Who's forcing it? Why are they all so quick to jump in and fall in line with this crap? All the companies are doing it. Like every company is doing this shit now. Not many aren't. You you, you can tell people. Well, you know, so I can speak with your dollar. Where the fuck are you going to shop? Where are you going to buy groceries? They're all doing it. Walmart's. Doing, they're all doing it. You remember Walmart? Their Juneteenth ice cream and their Pride ice cream. They're all. They're all doing this shit. What are you going to do? Not spend money anywhere? You're just going to fucking wither up and... The only way you're going to get away from this shit, seriously, is by building your own house in the middle of the woods of Montana and fucking never turning on the TV again or listening to anything. You have to remove yourself <laughs> from society, which sounds like a great idea, but it must suck. I hate people, and I hate all things people. But I don't want to, like, not see them on TV or listen to the radio or play a video game with other people. I mean, I just don't want you, like, within five feet of me, but other than that... Fucking, it, it would suck, wouldn't it? The end of the world would be great, but you know what would suck? Not having electricity, not having power. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking not having the internet. Not having any of this shit would suck. I don't know. Like, where the fuck are you going to go? It's inevitable. It, it is. It's fuck, it, It's inevitable. You you will eventually just have to just live with this shit. Because they're forcing it so hard. 
right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Unless you do what I said at the beginning of the show and you fight the small local battles. If you win those, they do add up and eventually the, it will stop. But people are just, I'm not going to buy Bud Light, but I'm going to buy this other fucking Anheuser-Busch beer. Well, you fucking pansies. Virtue signaling fucking cunts online, shooting beer cans that you paid for. Get the fuck out of here, man. There's better ways to do it than that, you know? It's just just stupid. You just want to get a like and fucking retweet on Twitter, you fucking scumbag. Well, New Jersey is cracking down on maladjusted teens, motherfucker. Garden State was... You hate New Jersey that much? Calm down for a second. You really hate New Jersey that much? And let's move on from all this political bullshit. You You just called me a motherfucker. All right. Well, I was calling the article, actually, but that's okay. <laughs> Call the article a motherfucker. Garden State Plaza Mall will require uh, patrons under 18 to be accompanied by a chaperone who is 21 or older on weekend nights in response to TikTok-fueled uh, mayhem. Yeah. I don't uh, know. <laughs> that's crazy. New Jersey, I mean, I... That's crazy to, to me. I there. used to love hanging out at the mall. Yeah. There was um, two malls when I was a teenager that we would hang out at all the time when I was in high school. One, because my high school was right next to the one mall. And then I moved, and it was fairly close to the other mall. And we would just, uh, all all my friends, we were mall rats, man. <laughs> we would just hang out in the fucking mall for hours. Mm-hmm. I, I Although we weren't assholes like the fucking kids now. I like I liked the, the malls, too. The Bridgewater Commons Mall up in... Uh... In Middlesex County, <clears throat> New Jersey. It was an amazing place to go. I used to go there all the time, too. I don't see what the problem was. Well, the policy will begin on April 28th and will be in effect after 5 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays, according to mall officials, who said the aim was to stomp out unruly behavior. <clears throat> We've seen an increase in large crowds of teens, essentially juveniles. The teens aren't just enjoying the property uh, property and shopping, dining and entertainment uh, they're also being unruly, violating code of conduct, which can include running through the property in large groups, fighting and putting it on TikTok, basically disrupting businesses, and making it uncomfortable for our everyday customers. See, mm. that's the fucking problem. They're all trying to make freaking videos, so they're just being assholes. In the, in, that's so pretty stupid. much it, man. It's that fucking website. <clears throat> Police and security guards will be stationed at the entrance of the mall to check IDs. Check IDs. And anyone who refuses will reportedly be asked to leave, mall officials said. Reactions to the new policy have been mixed. Garden State Plaza, the second largest mall in New Jersey, is not the first shopping center to place restrictions on unaccompanied uh, minors. A complex in Columbia, Maryland, instituted a similar policy last month, citing disruption from teens... Uh, malls in Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania have also done the same. So teens are just being complete assholes everywhere. Yeah. Just to make videos. That's, That's what they do, man. nuts. So now they need a fucking chaperone on a Friday night, man. Mm-hmm. Friday night starts when you go to movies and you, like, chill out and have fun. <laughs> They're out there fucking running amok. That's what it is, man. He's fucking. Of course, I never hung TikTok, out with trouble kids. All those other websites, YouTube. Like we never got in trouble. We were, yeah. you know, we just we hung out. We didn't run around or do. We didn't do anything like that. Well, they rolled. That's a problem. It's a chain reaction. Kids stop going out. They started spending more time in the house, and there's a lot more to do online than there ever was outside. I mean, going outside, we 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 hang out and talk online. You can browse the internet. You can find answers to things. You can look at porn. You can play video games. You could do music. <laughs> you could watch a movie together. You can really do more shit at home than you ever could outside. When I was going out in the 80s, 
I was out all day doing physical activity, sure, but was I doing a lot? No, we were hanging out and making jokes and playing basketball or football. We weren't doing a lot of shit. At home, you can multitask on 10 different things going at once. So I understand the appeal for kids not wanting to go outside. I understand the appeal for parents that want to give their kids these things and not let them go outside because you've got horrible people out there. You've got weird woke shit going on. You don't want your kid being influenced. You want them home where they're safe, not getting jumped by fucking horrible kids because there's no law out there in the streets anymore. There's drugs and shit, you know. But the internet's just as bad. She's got a horrible, a lot of, there's a lot of temptations out there and the fucking. You think these teenagers though, they might get in the door with their parent. You think their parent's going to stick with them the whole time they're in the mall? You think the mall's going to enforce it? No. (laughs) That's crazy. No. It's nice to say in theory, like, oh yeah, we're going to implement this law, but whatever. Please station it. Every fucking entrance. That's nuts. The internet's bad, though. It really is bad for kids. Remember the, all these challenges, Tide Pod challenges, kids fucking falling to their deaths trying to take the perfect selfie off a cliff? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. It, it, there's just no fucking sense out there. There really isn't. But, I mean, I, I, I guess this is, you know, people just dying because stupidity is just, at the end of the day, we're going to weed ourselves out with our own stupidity, I guess. I don't know. All right, so this is one I really wanted to talk about here. And I do have a lighthearted one. After this one, but I, I want to get this one out of the way because I, I hate to say I told you so, but I've been saying this for a long time, and I've been talking about the probably the sickest thing, the hardest thing for me to talk about on this show, makes me the most uncomfortable to talk about is the age of consent laws, and I said this many times, they're going to go after that and they're going to try to get it lower. Here's an article about them trying to make it lower. So, new United Nation-backed legal recommendations normalize sex with minors. I mean, the article starts off saying it's a shocking report. It's not shocking to me. I've, I've, I've People that listen to the show know that's been my warning. They're going to go after that next. So, a shocking report issued by international legal experts with the backing of the United Nations appears to open the floodgates to normalize sex with minors. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, in fact, if not in law, the Geneva-based International Commission of Jurists wrote in March with an assist from UN AIDS and the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights. The report is titled The Eight March Principles for a Human Rights-Based Approach to Criminal Law Prescribing Conduct Associated with Sex, Reproduction, Drug Use, HIV, Homelessness, and Poverty, Don't ever ask me to read that fucking shit again. It is published front and center on the group's website. It does not actively call for decriminalizing sex between adults and minors, but it does state that children have both the capacity and the legal right to make sexual decisions. According to the United Nations, children may consent to sex with adults. This has been the plan all along, social media influencer Ian Miles Chong tweeted over the weekend to his 538,000 followers. The report does not offer a suggested age of sexual consent. It was released on March 8th in recognition of International Women's Day. The commission states online, suggesting there is a connection between women's rights and age of sexual consent. And this is something I called as well. They're going to try to bring it to the Bible. They're going to say, well, if a woman can have their period at a certain age, that's the day they become a woman. Because they're going to try to tie it to the biblical side so they can give the right-wingers a gotcha. The conservatives a gotcha. Well, you quote the Bible. It says so in the Bible, so we have to make it law. They're going to go after this. They're never going to let this go. They've been wanting your kids for the longest fucking time. That's why they allow the transgender story hours. They want to talk about sex and class to your kids. They want to groom them. They want to prime them for sexual activity before they're supposed to have it, before they're ready to have it, before they're mentally capable of having it. They want this. They want this badly. 
So, there you have it. Right there on the fucking front page, they're talking about this shit. I mean, what the fuck do you do? I, I, I just finished saying how parents don't want their kids going outside because there's a lot of evil out in the world. Now you got the governments out there. You got the United fucking Nations on their website saying, hey, you know, kids are probably... Probably safe to make sure. Go ahead and talk to your fucking kid that you have to remind to clean their fucking room 20 times a day to do their homework, to pick up after themselves, to eat their fucking dinner. You think that kid is ready to raise a child of their own? Are you fucking kidding me? These people are disgusting, man. They're fucking disgusting. They're... The things I want to say right now about these people would probably get us in trouble. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to stop it right there. But I told you so. What are we ready to do now? So... Guess what? I have an update on one of our favorite guests of the show and one of our great friends of the show. From Rent the Hitman, Mr. Guido Finelli, rentthehitman.com. In the headlines again. This time, courtesy of the Daily Wire. Did you see this? Our friend Guido Finelli in the news again? Yeah. An Air National Guardsman was arrested last week on federal charges after allegedly signing up on a parody website to become a hitman. Josiah Ernesto Garcia, 21 years old, was charged in the U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Tennessee with the use of interstate facilities in the commission of murder for hire. Garcia needed the money for his family and thought he could put his training to use and become a contract mercenary. During the course of a search online, Garcia came across the website rentahitman.com, which was originally created in 2005 to advertise a cybersecurity startup company which ended up failing. However, the company received so many inquiries about murder-for-hire services that the website's administrator then converted the website to a parody site that contains false testimonials for those who have purported to use Hitman services in an intake form where people can request services. The website is a place where people can go to apply for work as a contract killer. So our friend Guido received, and, and I talked to him on Twitter about this, received a, a resume for this guy and turned over to the proper authorities. <laughs> there you go. This guy was seriously trying to kill people. Maybe that just goes to show you that if you're that dumb to commit murder or want to commit murder, you're just a dumb person overall. There has to be a low IQ because you go to this website, rentthehitman.com, and it is clearly a parody website. Yeah. You can't just type in, you know, like a I want to kill you.com and expect that to be legitimate. I mean, that, they have a dark web for a reason, right? And this guy just fell for it hook, line, and sinker. So our, our, so our, our pal Guido, I just wanted to throw that out there because it's interesting. It's a guy we had on the show, good friend of the show. I have correspondence with them on the internet a lot here and there. So really cool. So what do you think about Guido catching another one? He's really doing a good job, isn't he? Does he get paid to do that? No. But Fuck it's awesome. That. But it's awesome. He gets he, he gets paid in, in thanks. No. And he deserves every one of them. No. This guy reached out to me. I'd be like, okay, well, why? Mm-hmm. I, I would want to talk to the guy reaching out. Yeah. I'm looking for a job, man. I need, I need to get to know this person before mm-hmm. I turn him in. Like, I, I would find that funny. Oh, He's probably got stories to tell. He does. He told a lot of them on, on our episode. Uh, no, not the guy that was looking to get hired. Well, he shared those stories. Yeah. On the, on the episode that we had. So go check that out with uh, Guido Finale, Rent the Hitman, Voices of Misery. It's a great episode. I enjoyed it. So we'll probably do it again one day. I don't know. What else you got? Oh, I thought we were wrapping up. Oh, no, I want to hear you talk again. I love hearing you talk. And our people love hearing you talk, too. You know that? That's probably the number one request is for you to to talk more. Well, there was quite a scene on a freeway in Oregon uh, Wednesday night after a man reportedly threw roughly $200,000 cash out of a speeding car. The money belonged to the man and his family. People were still combing the sides of the Interstate 5 freeway in Eugene, Oregon, 
Thursday, hoping to find more of the money, even though the state police have said it was all gone. Police said 38-year-old Colin Davis McCarthy drained his family's shared bank account and let it fly along the freeway. Mm. Police said there was unfortunately little that they could do for the family because the account was shared. So he just drained the family's whole bank account. And it was legit. Yeah, because uh, because it's shared, they both have equal interest in the money, Lieutenant Andrew said. With dozens of people walking on the side of the freeway looking for cash, police mm-hmm. said McCarthy <clears throat> could have been charged with a crime. The family said even though uh, the odds are long, they're asking anyone who found any of the cash to please return it to no. the state police. There is no fucking way because that money is very much needed by the family. Let me tell you something. If I see, like, money flying, and people are stopping to pick it up because it's real, Mm -hmm. I'm picking that shit up and I'm not turning that in. We're we're pulling over on the side of the road and we're fucking stuffing the trunk. That's what we're doing. (laughs) $200,000. He just tossed out the window so people could have it. I mean, you know what? I, I, I do believe in chain reactions. I believe in karma. I believe something bad has to happen for something good to happen. Well, police said the man told them that he was doing well. He wanted to share the money with, with others, yeah. which is nice, but his family is fucking pissed. Something bad happened for something good to happen to a lot of people. It does suck. What was it, $200,000? Why is it a shared account? I don't know. That's not smart. That's not smart. You would right. have to trust yeah. your family, and I don't your trust family. nobody. Yeah, your family, dude. That's all this put Unless, together. like, a parent died... And let the money for the children to split and put it in one account. I would never do that because I know how but people But it would are. have to be split up. Like, it would yeah. have to be in separate accounts split up. Like, I don't know how this family had 200000 just for anyone to use in the family. He just, he withdrew it all. That's why I fucking hate he money, man. He just withdrew it all and threw it out a fucking window on a freeway. I fucking hate money. All money is is a piece of paper that someone tells you what the value is, and you have to fucking follow it. it it's it's bullshit. It's it really is. It's bullshit. That's why money doesn't matter. I always say it. I say time matters. That's the real currency in life. <clears throat> How much do you think it's going to get returned? He'll probably get no. They'll probably get some of it. They'll probably because there are some good people out there. I would not. Some people will probably just take what they need and give the rest back. Like, oh, I found five hundred, but they really found fifteen hundred. You know what I mean? Maybe some people will do that because they see a sob story. They want to. Do right, but also keep a little something, something for themselves, which I wouldn't blame them. Because, like, I found money in the grocery store before. Like, when we first moved down here, we were going to a grocery store, and the first thing we saw was, like, a wad of, like, singles on the floor. I'm like, oh, fuck this. Daddy's buying some scratch-offs. Yeah, you find it, you keep it. I mean, that's the thing. Something bad happens to one, so someone else. It's, it, it's like paying it forward with unintended circumstances, I guess. Find I money know. in your front yard, you keep it. Exactly. Like, if I. <laughs> money in the park, like, you keep I it. I fucking. Well, don't I lost lose a your credit card. Money. I fucking lost my credit card last summer, and the first thing I did was like call to cancel it. It's like, hey, and then you accept the loss if there is one. Like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that. And you just accept it and move on. That's all. You know, that's just the way it is. You can't be a fucking bitch or an asshole about it. Good job. I, I was that. waiting for. I, I was looking I, at you. I'm like, I'm like, where's my good job? I don't get any congratulations <laughs> in this house. I get shit on twenty four seven in my life. And the only time I get a good job is before your favorite segment, which I still am trying to find <sighs> out why I even like it so much. I, I, I don't remember. I forgot. Well, how about I give you about 30 seconds while I talk about our friends over <laughs> at Binoid.com. That's B-I-N-O-I-D.com, the proprietors and creators of the finest THC product on the market. You can get yourself some wax, dabs, pre-rolls, flour, joints, hoodads, and all that other good stuff, and vape pens and cartridges, and 
Gummy bears, gummy worms, peach rings, uh, fruity pebble treats, rice crispy treats. Rings? You can get all sorts of stuff. Rings. Mm. Peach rings. You know, they got the watermelon. They got all sorts of different flavors out there. It's Ooh, all watermelon. infused with the greatest THC on the market. You can get <coughs> chocolate bars on that bitch. Really good stuff over at BINOID.com. And you can get high like me by using our code NERD to save 10% on any order and get free shipping. All right. Commercial's over. Why do you like that segment so much? You come up with the last one. Thank you. All right, so this person wants to know, am I the asshole for getting my sister-in-law arrested on her wedding day? Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with people? Like, for real, why? Like, what could have happened that you went and did that? And it couldn't wait till the next day. So just off the title alone. The, I'm, I'm already annoyed. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm a 24-year-old female, and my husband's a 28-year-old man. I don't know why they have to do that in every single fucking article. And, oh, because we just don't know anymore. No, you're a, you're a, a woman with a husband. Okay, I, I fucking get it. So anyway. Oh, I thought you were talking about the ages. Yeah, that too. I'm surprised they didn't put their race in there. Unless it's I don't important. Care. Yeah, <laughs> unless unless the age is pertinent to the story. Like, oh, like we got in trouble because of our age or something. Anyway, <clears throat> we have three dogs, two corgis, and a pomeranian. Oh, okay. I love those fucking dogs, man. You will never find one in a shelter. I don't know what Pomeranian? to tell you. I, I You'll never find one. We found one. an Australian Shepherd in the shelter. Yeah, but she's so mixed that she doesn't even really look like a, a yeah, Australian she Shepherd. She, she, she's a cute baby. I rescued them from a puppy mill that was shut down about six months ago. So a puppy mill. You, you, can, you can find one somewhere. Hmm. They were all in horrible condition and had numerous medical issues. They are very Poor friendly things. dogs and have adjusted to their new lives extremely well. My now sister-in-law, Amy, has met them a few times before the events occurred. Amy said she wanted them to be her ring bearer and flower girls for her wedding. Amy and I don't get along at all. (laughs) That's nice. She said numerous hurtful and cruel things about me to my family and really anybody who will listen. I am not even invited to the wedding as I would ruin the vibe. Wait, but you want your dogs? Yeah. I told her she would not be using my dogs for her wedding for multiple reasons, including me not being invited, and they were all having surgery a few days prior anyway. They were all getting spayed as well as dental work. She wasn't happy about being told no. Now to the event that happened a couple weeks ago. All of my dogs had their surgeries on a Thursday. The wedding was on a Sunday in the evening. My husband and I left the house to go run some errands Sunday morning, and the dogs were home asleep. I got a notification on my phone about motion at my back door. I check it, and it is Amy opening the door and walking into the house. I started panicking and telling my husband we need to leave now and go back to the house. I show him the video, and he agrees. I start calling my brother and demanding for him to get his wife out of my house, and if she leaves with my dogs, I will call the police. He hung up on me. I got home, and all of my dogs are gone, and their cones were left in their crates. I called the police for theft and breaking and entering. All right, so let's, a lot of shit just happens. So let's, let's just put this on ice for a minute. Who would do that, though? Like, how... Like, I just... You didn't invite her to the wedding, and then you're taking these poor dogs that just all had surgery a couple days ago. Oh, man. You're sneaking in, so you already know you did it, you're doing wrong. You're, you're breaking into the house, so you know what you're doing isn't right. I don't understand. Something happened in that house with her and the brother... Where she was like, that bitch said no to me. I didn't even like that bitch. You know, that's your sister, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, don't worry. Just take the fucking dogs. She won't call the cops because I'm her brother. You know what I mean? There was probably that conversation going on. The brother probably enabled her to do that. Oh, don't, don't worry. I'll talk to her. 
Just go get the dogs. It'll be fine. Trust me. It's my sister. They just had surgery, though. Like, that shouldn't even enter your mind. Like, I understand. Like, you know what That's she wants? Awful. She wants an Instagram picture is what she fucking wants. Of but the dogs being cute. They're not even supposed to be walking around or whatever the hell she's supposed to be doing. It doesn't matter to her. It's her yeah, Instagram that's picture. Awful. It's her Instagram picture, damn it. Don't you care about her Instagram picture? Oh my god, good. I'm glad she got arrested. Well, that's horrible. It's definitely that. She, she wanted for life. She, she wanted to spite the woman, do what she wanted. And something happens to women, too, on their wedding days, apparently. Where they just turn into, like, complete fucking divas. Everything has to be done their way. Because it's their day. But, like, the bridesmaids have to wear the most hideous fucking clothes. They have to look the best. They they cry, and everyone has to, like, fucking wipe each single tear away with a fresh cloth. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, fucking Disney princess. Oh, my God. No, all you're going to no, do is say you're spend like... the rest of the same guy you've been fucking for ten years anyway, you stupid bitch. Not all people are like that, man. Uh, uh, maybe I, I on watch TV. TV sometimes. <laughs> Not all people are like that. You're the queen of TV. You're telling me you haven't seen this shit. Uh, all... No, I've seen yeah. it. It like, I, but people in real life aren't that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so here we go. The police arrived, and I showed them the video of her getting into our house and leaving with the dogs. I told them where her venue was, as I had seen a copy of the invitations. The police made it to the venue and were able to locate all of my dogs. One had opened her stitches and was bleeding from the wound. Oh, my God. My husband rushed her to an emergency vet to get the stitches closed. Amy was arrested in the middle of getting ready for her wedding and has been charged with a Class 1 felony and a few misdemeanors. She should also sue her for the dog's medical. Yeah, it should be like some kind of animal endangerment or something. Something like that. Whatever that charge is. Oh, yeah. Now, what hit her with the... You broke into my shit and took my animals. You know... Your animals are, are like second to your children at that point. Like they are your your, your kids. They're like a level under. We're like, what, would I kill someone for my dog? Some people would say yes. Some would say no. They're they're you that don't level fuck of important. With people's and like you don't you yeah. snuck into the bitch's house. You, the, you yeah. know you were wrong. You didn't wait until she was home and knock and ask politely one more time. You broke in. And you so, disrespected two things that are mine. I mean, so basically, you already broke the major rule, and you broke it twice. You fucking broke into my house and took my dogs. That there is no compassion. There was. There's no coming back from this. You can't apologize enough. Oh my god! What Wh- whatever man? happens, happens to you, bitch. Fuck around. You're about <laughs> to find out in a minute. So anyway, she had she she got the uh, class one felony and a few misdemeanors. Now everyone is saying I ruined the wedding and I overreacted to the entire situation. <laughs> As my dog bleeds out in the fucking carpet because the stitch is open. I'm also being told that I need to pay them back for the wedding since it never happened. Nah, no, yeah. that's not happening yeah. either. Well, she could take you every could dollar out me. of her ass that I what? I got the video, yeah. so what, mm-hmm. what are you going to get? I'm refusing to pay anybody back as, as well as drop the charges. So she's, she she don't give a fuck. And I, and I, she would be her. the asshole if she said, well I, well, I feel guilty. A lot of people are asking how she managed to get in. The front and back door only have a deadbolt that unlocks with a code and no physical key. So I'm assuming oh. since she knows, okay. And the brother probably needs a code or something yep. stupid. Yep. Yeah. So the brother set her up. So that yeah. brother written off. Yeah. That is it. You chose a woman <clears throat> over your own family. You're fucked. That's the end right there. That's the end. You fucking told your wife she could break into my house. At, at that point, the brother sister relationship, and 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 I think family relationships are overrated anyway. To be honest with you. I don't feel like you have to have this 
bond for the rest of your life with your family if something goes wrong. You, you should be able to say, all right, and go your separate ways. There's no law that says you have to always make things right with your family. I feel like there should be a cutoff point. If someone fucks with you, you can cut them off and live your own separate. There's nothing that says you have to do this, right? Yeah. So fuck your brother. So seriously, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Cut him off. Send that bitch to jail. Make her pay whatever she has to pay to get your dog fixed up and tell your family to fuck off if they don't. Just fuck them, man. If they don't See, agree, these stupid wrong. titles. I hate these titles, man, because I get pissed off at the title, and then the story makes me feel bad. Mm. So, fuck you and your stupid asshole story. So, what do you think, though, about that? Oh, one? she's not an asshole. Definitely I'm pissed not. off at that woman. Like, you had, she had no right to do that, mm. and those poor fucking dogs. Oh, my God. So, that poor dog had to get more stitches. That was probably painful. The poor thing just needs to bitch. fucking heal. Oh, I mean, I know awful. people are, are, people by and large are very irrational. I don't understand how this woman gets out of jail and those family members that think this girl is the asshole all sit around and paint her as an asshole. Can you believe I broke into her house and took her dogs and she had the audacity to be upset after she told me no one got me arrested over a crime that I did commit? <laughs> yeah, that bitch. Like, I don't understand. Like, how can they How can they justify it? It doesn't sound right. To to pay for right. The, she has to pay for the wedding? Yeah, for what? No, bitch, I'm not doing that. You're going to pay for the medical bill. Why would she... You just cost my dog. I don't... That's messed up. And those poor this dogs probably to need to be sedated. Yeah. Probably freaking out. Yeah. Like, this has to happen. Oh, God. That's this has to happen up. more often. It has to happen to everybody. People need to find out. Because a lot of people are fucking around, but not a lot of people are finding out. The the FO part needs to happen more often. And then you'd see less of this entitled bullshit. People might think twice about committing these stupid acts of stupidity. If they knew there was an action that's going to happen afterwards, some responsibility for these motherfuckers and that ass. What are you be doing for the next couple of days? I don't know, but good for her. Good for her. Um, I'll be, I'll be starting season four of Lost, mm. and that's probably about it. Season three was good. Season three was good. Yeah, I thought, you know what? There was something. I laughed so freaking hard. Right, one of the, one of these episodes, and I don't. It was like beginning of season three or something. They went and found a goddamn rusted, turned-over fucking bus. Like a, like a fucking van. On an island. <laughs> With no roads. Like, the, of course, like, I watched all of season three, so think, like, it makes more sense now. But, like, when I first saw that, I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Because... A fucking car in the middle of a fucking island. Do they have um, internet and TV and I cell phones up. yet? Do they have cell phones on the island yet? They don't. Those don't work. There's there's uh-huh. no, like... Oh, you mean they don't have they a satellite can't. that falls from the sky and goes back up into <laughs> it? Listen, things are... This, this show does really good yeah. with the story and explaining things. Yeah. So I'm, I will give it credit for that. But when you first start to see something, you're like... No, come on, man. What I, the fuck is that don't. doing in the middle of the jungle? <laughs> I don't get it, man. <laughs> but it's good. I, so I finished season three. I, I'll start season four and probably just just do that. I don't I don't know. I, I don't... I think that's it. Probably going to keep on plugging along with the Supernatural show for a little bit. Um, maybe one day I'll get to see that fucking scary-ass demon they're talking about. If, if, if old Papa left It'll me. probably be the last to... Oh, no. Is the show still going? I No, no. It, it's done. It's it done ended? for it. Okay. Yeah, it ended. 
But yeah, I don't know. I'll just be doing that work and I'm right back to work, man. The, you know, last week flew by. These days off flew right by. It's just like, what the hell, man? Should I start making yeah, my funeral flying. arrangements yet? I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm not really doing anything. Yeah. Time's just going by. But so. we're going to make it to Friday. It'll be a good week, people. We're at you know Wednesday that first. What's that? Peter Pan movie comes out next week on Disney+, Plus, so I'll be watching that next week. I can't wait for that. Speaking Peter, of which. Peter Pan and Wendy. There were a couple of movies that I think I might be reviewing on uh, Wednesday, so... There, there were two movies. I actually had them up here. Renfield, I think, is going to be out, and The Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, those are the two movies I told yep. you about. They yep. came I, out this I, past I weekend. Them aside here. But, yeah, but they're not on the website. No, yet. not yet. Okay. And this week, mm-hmm. Evil Dead Rise will be out. Yeah. You don't want to see that one? I'm not a fan of Evil Dead movies. They're, they're pretty stupid, in my opinion. But uh, Renfield fucking bombed. Oh, God, did it? Bad. Like, fucking. Well, it looked like bombed. a spoof movie. Yeah, fucking Nicolas Cage in a fucking It didn't look like a real, like, Dracula-type movie. It looked like a spoof to me. He's a movie star, Nicolas Nicolas Cage. I don't know. I mean, that one I I would try. The the other one, The Pope's... No. I'm going to try them both. The Pope's Exorcist looks pretty good, because I'm all into that supernatural, demonic possession shit. Oh, it's based on real life. notes, right? It's based on real life, because our president's fucking possessed by a demonic demon. They all are. Tell them where they can find us. You can find us at Voice Misery on all platforms and Voice Misery Podcast at gmail.com. 